Imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women. Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. everyone, and thank you for joining this week's episode of Lead Hership Global. We're so glad to welcome everyone to this week's podcast. And I have to say, we are in for a really special treat because today we're going to be speaking with Terry Short. She is an author, speaker, a professionally certified coach, and she is going to be talking about a fascinating subject, which is all about the word choices that we all make every single day that have the power to influence and inspire. I can't wait to dive into this really, I think, relevant topic with Terry. But first, let's talk about that for a moment. What is the significance of the words we choose? You know, words are much more powerful than you can imagine. So it's important to choose them wisely. They have the ability to envision a future full of possibility and opportunity. They can reaffirm our worth, our value, and our purpose. But unfortunately, words can also induce stress, anxiety, sadness, and even frustration. So why? Words are actually a means for us to express and describe our experiences to others. So they always have emotions attached to them. Our feelings are constantly creating our lives and the words we choose, especially when those words are chosen repeatedly, can actually deepen our feelings and ultimately become our experience. In Terry's book, The Words We Choose, Your Guide to How and Why Words Matter, she helps readers learn to speak their truth and maximize the power of their voice. She takes readers on a journey that begins with a look inward, what she calls your personal podcast, and she expands to explore how word choice can deepen your connection with loved ones, colleagues, customers, and even those that are really unlike you. So through the use of stories, reflections, and activities, Terry actually empowers you to choose words true to your values and to your intentions. Now, today I invited Terry to share some of her insights specific to this idea that we all have our own personal podcast that plays in our head and her strategies for how we manage our own internal voice to serve us well and to help us reach our greatest potential. Of particular interest is how we change our perspective by changing our words, something that I think we all need to heed on the heels of 2020. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Terry. Terry Short is first and foremost an adventure. She is continually exploring her individual evolutionary journey. She is a human potential developer who specializes in leadership development and communication skills. And with more than 30 years as a leadership experience leader in healthcare, hospitality, and business ownership, Terry shares a wealth of knowledge as an author, speaker, and a professionally certified coach. She coaches leaders at literally all levels, 
from executives to frontline workers in a worldwide industry ensemble. Terry is passionate about creating individual learning paths to enhance leaders' brilliance and elevate their contribution. Her company, Shark Group, provides live and online learning opportunities for both individuals and groups. And in 2020, she published the book, The Words We Choose, The Guide to How and Why Words Matter, which was awarded the 2020 American Book Fest Finalist Award. It's really incredible. She's been interviewed for various mediums, including Fast Company and NPR in New York and others. And we are thrilled to be able to have Terry on today's podcast, the Lead Her Ship Global Program. Thank you, Terry, for joining us. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of this tribe, to be a part of Lead Her Ship Global, which is, um, it's my happy place to be a part of the audience that you bring. Thank you. Thank you so much, Terry. And thank you for joining us. So to begin with, tell us a little bit about your journey and, and really what's led you to have such passion around helping people choose the words that they invoke in their vocabulary more carefully, explaining to others how and why words matter. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. You know, I think I have, I have always, I don't think there's a word choice. I know that I have always been sensitive to word choices. And as I, as I coached leaders at all levels, as you, as you indicated for decades, I had that sensitivity and I'd hear leaders choose to say something. And I think that's not what they intended. That's not what they really want to be saying. And I'd start to peel back the layers of that as a coach, particularly. And I'll tell you, um, Linda, when I was doing my professional coach certification and I was learning personally learning how to peel back those layers, how to ask better questions and how to listen for, it really gets down to listening, how to listen for the difference between what people were saying and what they potentially meant. Easy things. When people said that they need to do X or they should do X. And I would think, hmm, well, let's contemplate whether or not they truly want to do X. So I started to have that sensitivity. I began writing the book in 2019. And then I had it by the early 2020, I had it about 90% written. And, you know, then things sort of blew up in the United States, let's say, and it became even more important and even more urgent to me to get this book written, to, to tackle such subjects as to how we denigrate others and word choices that we might not intend to be minimizing or limiting someone else, but indeed our words are. So it it became more urgent for me. And so I'm thrilled to have it out there and to have the uh, recognition that it's received. Yeah. And Terry, let me ask about some of the words that denigrate others, as you mentioned. Can you give us a few examples of how we may be inadvertently and unconsciously denigrating others through the language choices that we're making? Mm-hmm. It's almost an endless list, but you know, I, kept, I, I even uncover more and more as I go and as I even do interviews like this. I'm gonna share a few though. Let's think about the word just. I've heard so often when someone uses this word for themselves that they're just 
And in my book, I say the, I an example of the person that says, I'm just the dietitian serving the patient. Well, they're actually responsible for the nutritional care of that patient. And their job might be make the difference of going home tomorrow or going home the next day if they, when they get it right, you know, when they get that nutrition right. I also hear others use just for someone else. You know, you're you're just the clerk. And so in that role, you'll do this and you'll be responsible for that. Whereas there's so much, uh, that's a limiting, you're, we're limiting someone. There's so much potential there to say, you're a clerk on the team and your contribution is, and, and then explaining that I'm using that example as perhaps you're training someone. There's no reason to minimize by inserting that word just. You've heard before, I'm sure someone say, I'm just the administrative assistant. What goes through my head is that there's a bubble above them that says, I hold everything together. Top executives on our team could not get things done without me and what I do. So don't minimize with the word just. Oh, what a great example, Terry. That's a beautiful example that I think we all can learn from. And in your book, you talk about a journey that begins with a look inward. It's really your personal podcast. That's how you refer to it. And how word choice can deepen your connection with loved ones, with colleagues, with customers and others. Can you expand on the idea of what you mean by personal podcast? Yes, I think this is so important. And that's the structure of the book is that you start there. Honestly, how we are expressing ourselves to others is informed by the narrative that's playing in our own head, right? So that's what I mean by personal podcast. You know, I think about these days, people don't usually have big old headsets on. Sometimes they do, but they have the earbuds in and they're listening to podcasts. And indeed, you're listening to that personal podcast all day, sometimes in the middle of the night. When you're awakened, gone, you know, this is what's what's weighing on my mind. And so the thing about the podcast is that you're in control of it. You're the director, the producer, the narrator, the host. You get to decide who's on that podcast today. Are you inviting your mother on? Are you inviting your boss on? Are you inviting a coworker that has had something limiting to say to you? Um, so it, it's very important as I like to say, to practice the pause, listen, practice the pause and listen to the words you're choosing for yourself, first and foremost. So here are some examples. I might be able to do that by the end of the month. Well, what's the difference between saying I might be able to or I will be able to? When I choose words that are limiting, that, that potentially limit what I'm capable of, then I start to believe that. And one of my most favorite quotes is by Tom Kenyon, who says, we're creating the world by how we speak to each other. And we're creating what we put out in the universe by the words we allow on that personal podcast as well. Oh, that's so insightful. And, you know, um, as a cognitive behavioral therapist, I know that the words that we choose to tell ourselves and to tell others often inform not just our thought life, but our behavior and our emotional reaction to the word too. Um, it sounds like the words you choose will have an incredibly profound effect on your life experience from your vantage point as well. 
And once you know and understand this connection between your heart and your words, you have the power to live a better life, one fulfilled with more joy, with more abundance. So what about those times when you need to confront someone or you need to verbalize a concern or you need to discuss a negative situation and you can't help but sort of move into that territory where you are telling yourself a story or you may be role-playing a situation that's filled with um, anxiety or negativity in some way? Mm-hmm. And what happens every day. So it's a great question. It's, it happens to all of us every day. And it, and that negativity could just be part of the personal podcast, or it could be something playing out um, that's important to discuss with another person. So I propose, again, that you practice the pause and you consider four things that, that you will express, what you are witnessing or what you observe. So in order to do that well, you back away from any sense of judgment and you're straight up expressing what you've witnessed or what you've observed, right? So that's an important part of it because oftentimes based on patterns and triggers, we, we bubble up the judgment. So leave the judgment behind, stick with the facts of what you observe or, or what you witness, and then own what you feel, how that makes you feel. Own that feeling and articulate that feeling and tie that to what you need. So if you're feeling, I observe this, I I feel this when that happens, this is what I need, and then therefore this is um, what I request. And, and that's the bottom line uh, framework for being able to own what you have going on inside your own mind and how you're going to express that and and speak your truth. That's part of it is that you're able then to speak your truth in a in a way that that upholds both of you. It upholds the the speaker and what you're believing and it it's not judgmental, defensive, any of those things towards the other person as well. I love that idea of being grounded in fact, mm-hmm. being absolutely objective about the facts of the situation, and then owning your truth, owning your emotional reaction to the situation and asking for what you need. I think that's something that's incredibly applicable for everyone right now. And Terry, it sounds like as you shift to regularly using more positive words, you will inevitably feel better. And so you want to be very careful and very intentional about choosing words that actually create happiness. So dwelling on words and conversations around you that invoke possibility and opportunity might be um, a good first step. But what are some of the strategies that you would recommend for how we manage our own internal voice to serve us well and help us reach our greatest potential? Well, you know, it honestly, it starts with knowing what you value. What, what, if you said to the average person, what are your top five values? People sort of stand back and think, well, I don't know. And I, I cover this in the book, like how to choose them. And Brene Brown does a brilliant job on this too, actually. I, I reference her work that start there, that start with what do I value? And now I'm going to look at how, when I am when I am true to those values. For example, if I value appreciating 
contribution, my own contribution and your contribution and the contribution of others, then I'm going to be intentional about tying the words I choose to that. So, for example, I, I end many of my emails, I appreciate you. That's different than saying thank you. You know, I could be doing an exchange with you, Linda, and at the end say, thank you, comma, Terry. I choose to say, I appreciate you. You've interacted with me and you've shared something and, you know, we've been working on something and I want you to know it's a value of mine for you to know that I appreciate you. And so I connect the dots. doesn't take extra time. It's, it's a matter of me practicing the pause, centering myself and saying, what do I really want to convey? What and tying what's in my heart? This is this is how I see it. It's what's in your heart. This is when we're winning. What's in my heart? What's in my head? And tying those two things together so that I'm intentional about what comes out of my mouth. Oh, that's such great advice. I absolutely love that. And you're right. I have received emails from you where you sign it. I appreciate you, Terry. And I will say that that really struck me. I paused when I read that and thought, what a wonderful, thoughtful, intentional way of signing off any kind of correspondence because it creates a very natural sort of bond with the person that you're communicating with. And I thought that was just brilliant and, and very thoughtful too. And I think everyone's ability to create with words is, is honestly just a natural wonder. It gives you what you truly want in your life, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, more possibility as you begin to create with words. And in your book, you actually speak about how everyone is empowered to choose words true to their values and true to their intentions. And you've mentioned that a couple of times in the podcast. So talk a little bit about identifying the values that you want to be part of your own personal brand and choosing words that are very well aligned with your intentions. How do you do that? And what does that really mean? You know, well, when you first started and you talked about that, when I want to touch on this first, you talked about um, creating your, your own abundance and your creativity and, you know, expanding upon oneself. That gets us back to those limiting words, right? Because when I say I should, I ought to, I'm, I might, I'm creating this box. So here I am doing it with my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm limiting myself. I'm going to do the things within this box, within this space. And, and I'm creating the, the words are creating the walls around that box. I can only go this far. I should this. And I will, you know, so it's, it's, it puts up guardrails that perhaps don't need to be there. When I stop and think to myself, what do I really want? And what's of value to me in my personal and professional life? And I list those things out. Let's say that I say one of them is to be of service. So now as a leader, I'm going to think about the, t- the words that I choose at particular times that express my desire to be of service. So, for example, if I'm interacting with you in a one-on-one setting, I'm always going to say, how can I help? I'm always going to assert my intention of being of service. So I, I dig a little deeper. I tie my words to those values, and then I test for it. So that's really the key. Have I really busted open that that box that I was illustrating? Have I really said, all of my values are out there 
for my uh, capturing, <laughs> for, for my leading towards them and moving towards them. So if I open up that potential, am I choosing words that are leading me towards them at all times? And the only way to know that is to pause every day to have to build in the reflection time to to do rewind, do rewind on the personal podcast, back up and think about and, and listen to what you really chose to say and how you would change that up to have a much more direct tie to what's important to you, to what you value. That's right. That's right. And I would say that often when I am feeling uh, misalignment in my life, or maybe there's some sort of emotion that I need to pay attention to, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling um, nervous, I'm feeling anxiety of some sort, frustration, sadness. Oftentimes, going back and thinking about the personal podcast that I've been telling myself gives me insight into what that emotional reaction is. If I've been telling myself negative stories about my worth, my value, my activity, my the quality of the work that I'm doing, anything like that, even though I may not be conscious of it, I find that that informs my emotional reaction to my day because as I begin to take that pause, really reflect on what I've been telling myself, oftentimes I find that that is what also creates the emotional sort of color around that day. So how can you get the results you want quickly by choosing the, your words more, more carefully? How can everyone turn this concept of being conscious, taking a pause, being intentional and purposeful into focused actions? Mm -hmm. Great. Fabulous questions. It's all about the action, right? So we don't change until we first have that awareness. So we're going to um, the words inform our emotional intelligence. So we're going to think first about that number one piece to emotional intelligence, self-awareness. So we're going to pause long enough to think about what are the words that I'm currently using that may be limiting, that may be minimizing, and, and how, how am I going to switch them up? Which ones am I going to switch up? You can't change them all at one time. I mean, one of the um, articles, the Fast Company article, I'd like to say about that, that listed all of these words that I said, don't use this word, replace it with this word. You can't do them all. So choose which ones are your go-to words and then switch them up very intentionally. So start somewhere. So for example, in 2020, because of 2020, we we started to speak in terms of if, if we get to travel again, if we return to the office, ends up that's not helpful. Change if up to when, when we get to travel again, it's hopeful. It's, a, it's full of potential. So decide on which are the words that may be limiting you now and then replace them. As I like to say, this my reference to the article was, you can't unsee the list. <laughs> so when you think about the words that that uh, might be showing up routinely in, in your vernacular, identify them, write them down, and then switch them up. Cross out but and choose and. Cross out if and choose when. Cross out might and should um, and ought to and choose will or can. And so physically do that, write down those, those words and 
take a big marker and X them out and choose the replacement words that will bring you abundance because it will bring you a perspective that's refreshing and that's full of potential where you're, you're, if we're creating the world by how we speak to each other and we're creating our, our lives and our abundance and our success by how we speak to ourselves, then that's what's required. It's required that we pause long enough to reflect on what those words are and then intentionally switch them up, change them out. Everyone can do it. What wonderful advice and what an easy first step to begin the process. So thank you. Okay, so now I'm going to switch gears for just a second. I'm going to ask you about leadership advice. So you have had an illustrious career. You've done a lot of really interesting things. You've broken glass ceilings. You've been um, an incredibly impactful leader. So along that journey, I'm sure that you've received advice. And so what is some of the leadership advice that you've received that you've really taken to heart and you'd like to share with our audience today? Hmm. Well, it all starts with self-awareness. So I was shown self-awareness by a, a mentor. And as my mentor was helping me for, I thought, oh, I'm pretty self-aware. You know, I actually thought I had that and I had that nailed. And then they started to help me understand by asking better questions, by asking better questions of others and listening well to those answers and also asking better questions of myself. And that's what's really led me even to this conversation is that ability to pause long enough to ask questions. Did I really mean that? Did I really express what was it was my intention to express? Did I really make that person feel as I intended to make them feel? And so it's that self-awareness by way of asking good questions of myself and of others. Oh, that's such great advice. Uh, I really appreciate your time, Terry. I am so honored that you spent this time with the Leadership Global podcast audience. I am incredibly grateful to share the wisdom in your book and the coaching that you provide to our entire audience globally. And thank you, Terry Short, for sharing your expertise, your experience, and your guidance with everyone today. Um, Linda, the pleasure has been all mine. So I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.